Well, that's fantastic. Uh, I think we need to find out a bit more about that. Would you please welcome to stage Anton Deck and Ian Thompson? Uh, How are you doing? Thank you. Oh, I'm like a wrung out dishcloth again. <laughs> oh, every time I watch oh, it. Oh, God. It makes such a difference watching it in a room full of people. It's as well, so it? nerve wracking. It is. So nerve wracking that people have finally seen it because we've worked on it for yeah, what time. feels like 25 years now. <laughs> um, you had so a lot of time in the edit. We had a lot of time <laughs> in the edit. So for people to finally see it, it's actually quite nerve wracking. Oh, and thanks for being kind and yes, laughing in the right moment. Where did, where did the initial spark come from? Uh, like we said at the very top, the idea was uh, from a friend of ours, uncle, Alistair Moffat, and he was, he was trying to drum up um, <laughs> men from the Northeast. He wanted uh, samples of DNA because apparently in the Northeast it was where they were lacking. So he said, look, can you help us out? We'd like to publish the results. So we're like, yeah, absolutely. And it all started out, it was gonna, what we were going to do, take a DNA test. It was a favour for him, really. And we were going to do a piece in the local paper in the Northeast oh, nice. saying, we've done a DNA test. Why don't you? How about you? And they were, gonna tr they were trying to build a database of people in the Northeast because there's, there's, there's been a scarcity of, 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 um, of guys willing to do it. Right. So for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can see why. <laughs> so we, we all registered. Yeah, so like I said, we did it, we we done the spit sample, we sent it, and he said, look, can we have another sample, because we got the results, and we're not sure of them. Uh, so we, we did another one, we sent those, and we went, yep, they're the same as we had the first time, this is quite remarkable, it's quite a journey, um, I think this should be a TV show. So we decided, do you know what, let's get the cameras rolling, and let's make a TV show. Not expecting this. Not expecting that. Because no. we didn't know the story. We kind of left it up to the guys. We we're like, mm. if it's that interesting, let's just go for it. You well, know? that's what I was going to ask next. Is you know, I don't know about everybody else here. I know nothing about mm. my family tree. You know, I didn't. It's kind of you know embarrassing how little I know. How yeah. much did you guys know really in advance of any of this? Oh, it, well, in advance of what the guys had mm. found out, we we knew nothing. nothing. You, you told nothing. us nothing. The guys did a, yeah. a, a, a much deeper dig. We knew. I mean, you not knew one generation. And yeah, I knew my dad and my granddad, and and that was it. And, and my mom and my grandparents on both sides. And after that, I didn't I didn't know anything. I didn't know if I was Irish, Scottish, if I was from Newcastle for you know hundreds of years. So the whole thing was quite revelationary, really. And from yeah. on my point of from my point of view, I knew up to James, as we saw there, my family knew of James. But there, there comes a point, especially when you're trying to do your um, family tree in Ireland, that there was a huge fire in Dublin in 1922, I think it was, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the public records office. And then loads of the public records got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So if you're trying to put together your family tree in Ireland, it's really challenging because so many records have been, have been destroyed. So every time my family tried to do it, we'd get to James and that would be the end of it. But these guys and bringing in the DNA, that really enabled yeah. these guys to, to piece together much more of a, of a family tree. And Ian, how did you how did you kind of cast you know some some great kind of experts and contributors there kind of gave them the lads some stick? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> what, what did you find them? The first thing I'd say is that you know what this you know the you know thank you to these guys because they were just like both have been so incredibly trusting because they literally would get up in the morning and not know. Some would say too trusting. <laughs> 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 not know where, where, where the day is going to go. But I think part of it was that we just we just knew that that this story wasn't just about about the past it was really about the living as well and it sort of and so all our experts that we found we knew really quickly and after speaking to them like bill and, and glenn and brad who's here is just you know they're just so passionate and cared and what we realized was that they they really cared about the people in 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 the past and so i think they had as much passion for it as as we did 
So they sort of, we decided that their, you know, their character should be a part of the journey too. Now you guys have spent the best part, however many decades, kind of drawing kind of humanity out of the general public. Yes. And in this, you're kind of poacher and gamekeeper. You're on both sides of it. You kind of, yeah. you have to do your bit to camera, but yeah. then you are the guys uh, crying on the receiver. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking part in the six chair challenge yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's brutal. Um, yeah, we, like we said at the, at the start, we didn't know anything. We didn't want to know anything. And the way, as you saw, we found out along the journey was through these DNA alerts. And, and um, the team very cleverly put together this story for us to follow. And every day is something, we'd uncover something. And we were quite up for it to start with. And I know you were nervous, Dave, but yeah. we said, look, if we're going to do it, we have to just do it. do it. Properly. And it's going to be raw and it's going to be emotional. And it's going to, you're going to see a side of us you've never seen on telly before. Oh, was it difficult giving that part of you up? Yes. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it is because you, you are kind of laying yourself out there, you know, very openly. Well, you're, you're opening yourself up there. And, you know, I think. We spent many, many years trying to re remain quite private and trying yeah. to keep separate a public persona and still retain a private life. But this was opening the doors, you know. I never dreamed that we would allow cameras into our family homes and film us with our mums and stuff like that. And a microwave. Good microwave. How good is that? <laughs> Thank God she wasn't on film. <laughs> <laughs> but this was literally, we, we, you know, we, we, we talked about it ourselves. If we're going to do this, we have to go into it 100% and, and, and open. And, and as Ant alluded to in the film, you know, we always said, we've got control of the edit. We've got control of the edit. <laughs> They've never let us in the edit. <laughs> we've never been near the edit. <laughs> what, I mean, some of the great moments in there are, you know, the trepidation of walk, walking through those doors. You don't know who you're going to meet. How much did you know? Really about the about the about the people waiting for you in the pub, for instance, or the wrestler. And I, I knew as much as you saw on screen. Um, wow. We would get a little bit of information. Like we'd say to Tommy, for example, with the, me going back to the pub, I said, "What do you want me to do?" And he's like, "Go in and explain about the cousin match and explain that we're all related." And then from there, just just find out see what you what can happens. find out, see what happens, see who they are, speak to people. So we obviously spent a lot longer in the pub and finding out about people and, yeah. and finding out about yourself. You yeah. know. And where you're from, it's because it's fascinating. It's like being a young kid at Christmas and meeting kind of extended family. It feels a little bit weird, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And like you alluded to that deck in there, it's kind of like you feel that weird connection with, with people. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the first time I met Dixie, I knew we were, we were DNA cousins. I knew we were DNA relatives. We weren't quite sure who the common ancestor was. Like, like Jim said, it's probably somebody 150 years ago, probably great, 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 great grandfather. Mm. Probably, mm. um, but you do feel an immediate kind of connection. You know, yeah. you, you, you when when you meet and you're like, you know, and, and even we were like, there is a physical resemblance there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, God, you know, we do. And only 150 years ago, it's not that long no. to share a common ancestor. And you didn't know this person existed. And that's that's one of the beauties of this show is is the DNA is being able to. Um, to uncover living relatives as well as celebrate past ancestors, yeah, yeah. living DNA relatives to, to be able to find them as well. And the, what, the, the lovely thing about it for us too as well was the road trip aspect of it. Yeah. You know, it felt, it, at times for us, it felt like a buddy movie. It must have been quite a while since you've been with such a, I guess, a small crew. You know, normally, yeah. normally you're on these juggernauts. Yeah, yeah. You know, then, and they are in the back of a mini, in a, in a kind of... A well, that's kind of what we're like on the way to work. You know, we constantly <laughs> take the mic out of each other, but we've never kind of allowed that side of us to be seen. And I think it was, uh, you know, it was hard to start with, like you said, it was really hard to, to kind of let go and let it in. 
but we're essentially we're shorts at heart. So once we started, <laughs> once we started, and we got a lap from the crew, we were in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ian, how 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 do you go about getting from deck spit to a female wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> step by step, in, please. I mean, the thing, the thing about it was yeah, exactly. Step by That's step. A different story. Yeah, I think the thing about finding um, the DNA cousins is. I mean, the thing is, it all lent itself. I mean, it's such a big thing at the moment. Everyone is looking into trying to find out about their relatives, and lots of people are searching. And I think that it lent itself naturally to a really good format. It was a way of exploring the past, but also a way of, of connecting it to living relatives. And so we've become sort of slight, you know, not DNA experts by, by, by any means, but you basically get 50% of your DNA from your mum, 50% from your dad, 25% from your grandparents, and 12% from your great-grandparents, and so on. So all they do is, so if they deck spits in a tube, that tube then, the spit then get the spit then gets the DNA comes out of the come, comes out of that goes onto a database and then someone else who's searching for their family their DNA is on there and you can basically match it and if there's a, a certain amount of um, of DNA markers the same you can calculate if they're a third cousin fourth cousin fifth cousin so that's pretty simple that's pretty much how, how it's it happens. absolutely fascinating yeah. yeah it's really fascinating and there are these da these databases all over the world that you can yeah. kind of like tap into yeah. Yeah. I mean, incredible research team, you know, to, to yeah. be able to, you know, you know, look into the connections and, 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 and look into the stories as well. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And a good, a really good example of the power of, the, of DNA, which, which we harness or you guys harness really, because you did all the work we just got in the car, <laughs> but is, is on this on the second show on tomorrow night's show yeah. when we, we, we discover Anne's, um, Nana yeah. Kitty, his mm. grandma, right. and nobody knows anything about her family. And there was no records because no. of the fire in yeah. Dublin in 1922. There was right. no records. But somebody's spit on the database yeah. pieced together um, the jigsaw from another part, from, from, from another side, and it came back and we found out the whole it's uh, history. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it was, was fascinating. Yeah. I, we went from knowing that she came over from Ireland um, as, as a young teenager. I didn't know why. We, we'd heard that she was raised in an orphanage, that her mum died during... Uh, childbirth and that her brother went to live in America. All of these things turned out to be different than, than what I, from what my family was brought up to know. Wow. Um, and I won't say it now, but yeah, all the little details when we got there, because of this mm. one match, one match we yeah. found out the whole story. So I, I could then go back and tell my mum and, and my aunties and uncle, and it was uh, it was it was huge news to them, yeah. you know, to find out more about my, my nana, who's obviously no longer with us. Wow. And we feel a lot of pressure because. You know, Aunt's mum was really keen to find stuff. <laughs> She's quite a forceful woman, as you saw. And we hadn't had really, we hadn't been able to crack this. And Ed, who's here, one of the producers, literally was coming to. We'd just done the second block of filming, and he was sort of wrapping some stuff up in the office, wasn't he? And he was looking through some emails and noticed a DNA marker had come in, and there was just something different about it, and started to delve a bit deeper. And suddenly, something that we hadn't been able to crack for two years, he suddenly just within a few hours, he'd been on the phone to someone, on the phone to someone, and suddenly it all started to piece together, simply because where there was no records, the DNA took us, sort of ran the other way, so we could fill in, sort of repair the family tree, if you like. It's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit like that. Um, <laughs> now, obviously, it's a show about life and kind of your past lives and your family, family's lives and stuff. You can't have expected it to all of a sudden become about life itself. No. And it must have been, there must have been a point where you never thought we'd be sat here tonight. This programme must have been close to just kind of, actually, we can't make this anymore. 
Well, yeah, like I mean, like I said in the in the interviews at the end of the show, there, you know, um, I took a break from television and Dex became a dad, and and life dramatically changed for for the pair of us. And there was points where we never never thought it might happen again, but I'm glad we did because uh, it's one one hell of a journey. Yeah, it's it, it's been amazing and. And one of the things, you know, when after after Ant took his break and we all sat down, you know, and we we looked at all the projects that we were doing and you know how we were going to start back, at work, you know, and which order we were going to start back at work, and we looked at DNA and we we talked about it and we all kind of went, what the heck are we going to do with this? It's been two years. How are we going to get around that? How are we going to, you know, fudge that? How are we going to, yeah. you know? And then we thought, actually, you can't. You can't. What we have to do is be open with the audience and take them on the same journey that 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 we've been on and, and explain why there's been a two-year gap yeah. and hopefully it'll make, I don't know, a, a, an interesting film. And we've both changed as men throughout the show. You, know, you can see the difference. Dra in I mean, we've lost a bit of weight, thankfully, from, <laughs> from, the, from the opening scene in the car. Uh, <laughs> so that's a hard watch. Uh, <laughs> who thought a beard was we've a got, good idea? <laughs> we've got... Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, but we've, ch we've changed. We've changed this men. You know, our lives have changed dramatically. For you know, it's, it's you know, we're, we're different now. And for you, Ian, it must have been must have been a, a tense couple of years. <laughs> I do, do you know what? It's been a, you know, I mean this, and I've I've said it to the guys before. You know, we're an utter privilege, and you know, we've grown to sort of um, you know, not only respect them professionally, but we've become you know, I sort of really admire them, and I think that the journey we've been on and the team has been absolutely incredible, and. I think, you know, Shu and the team at ITV have just been, you know, brilliant in allowing us to sort of all continue it. Because it's never sort of felt like one person's project. It's, yeah. it's felt like, a, you know, a really tight team. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, the, the most powerful thing in there was the, was, was the song in the pub. That, oh, can yeah. you talk to me a little bit about, about that? I mean, well, you, know, you know, everyone talks and hopes for TV magic moments like that. And, but you can't plan those moments. And, like your face, we could see your reaction there. As yeah. soon as you said the title of the song, you were just like, yeah, must have it, felt like a stitch up. It, it, it took, it, yeah, it took the, the wind out of my sails a little bit. And we got in there and um, I think I think you guys had said, oh, Mary's gonna sing for us. Mary's a, a bit of a folk singer, so she's gonna sing a song. I'm like, great. And I don't think she planned to do that song originally. No, not initially, no. No, that was, it was, a, it was a last minute change. We were sort of, we were aware that the song she was gonna sing and I was aware of the connection to Steve Gallen, but we weren't aware of, of the deeper meaning of the song. In, in part two as well, there's, there's lots of other crossovers between my history and, and Dex's history that we, we didn't know. Like, it's, it's really quite spooky when, when you, you see more of it, how interlinked we've been throughout the kind of generations. That's good for you. I can't wait to see the second, can't mm. wait to see the second one. Uh, we are going to take some, some questions from the floor. But, uh, now, Clearly, there's going to be a lot of interest about the boys' lives and journeys not directly related to the programme we've just watched. But as I'm sure you will agree, uh, they're not going to put it any better than they did do on screen. I found that really, really open and honest. Uh, so can we keep any questions DNA related? Uh, and if you are a member of the press, be sure to let us know who you are and where you're writing from. That would be great. Uh, who's going to... Who's going to take the plunge and go first? The lady there is, is, is first. Um, what, was your, what were you most worried about when starting the DNA journey? <laughs> Probably finding some wrongings in your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you were to find a, a great great grandfather who is a deserter from the family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be really embarrassing. 
<laughs> no, I, th I think it, it's a little bit of that. It was a, some of it was about allowing ourselves to be so open yeah. and um, allowing such unprecedented access, which we've never done before. We've gone to great lengths to pr protect our privacy, and suddenly we we opened it up. Um, and yeah, and, and not knowing what it was going to throw up, what kind of past did you have? What what skeletons were you know lying in wait? But thankfully, there was nothing too bad. Now every day we would, when we we're filming, we'd at the end of the day we'd have a meeting with Tommy and, and the rest of the crew, and we talk about what's happening the next day. But we came a running gag because they're like, right, we're going to go here, and things will happen. <laughs> <laughs> end of meeting. End of meeting. <laughs> it was. So we, we, we knew nothing. Now you know and how they feel at the beginning of the bus took a trial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, next, there's uh, this gentleman down here. Thanks. I wondered, did you discuss the idea when it was first forming with your families as to what they thought about making the journey? Because obviously it's not just about yours. There's a sense of, although you see your family at the beginning, that they're part of the discovery that comes. And what's the stuff that they've been most surprised or moved by that you've discovered on that? Um, yeah, I, I discussed it. We discussed it with both families. And um, for me, I didn't know. My, I didn't know very much about it at all on my mother's side and my father's side. So there was great intrigue, especially you'll see from my mom about her mother, like I mentioned before about my nana Kitty. So there was a real kind of there was real appetite for it for, from my side. Um, I was really I was really raring to go on it. And your side a little bit. I was a bit, a little more trepidation on yeah. my side. Um, no, I, di I, dis I discussed it with my family, my brothers and sisters as well. And we, like I say, we knew as far back as James. So everybody was was quite intrigued by it. Uh, and, uh, and like I say, every, and I think especially coming from an Irish family, there are so many myths and legends about your family. <laughs> and I, I kind of felt pressure that I was going to possibly be debunking some myths and, and killing some legends and... Um, and coming up with things that they didn't want to know or didn't want to hear. But thankfully, like I say, nothing too out there, too outrageous <laughs> came to light. Thank You're God. Finding that gravestone. Uh, oh. yeah. I mean, that must, for the whole family, that just must be like, wow. Yeah, that is the most incredible thing. And actually, this summer, um, my whole family, we went to Ireland and we visited that grave. And that's, so I've got three brothers, three sisters, all the in-laws, all of nieces and nephews. So there was 25 of us made this trip to Ireland. We, we took over a we took over a hotel in the north of Ireland, and um, and we visited the, all the graves. I know how to show them a great time. I took them out all the graveyards. <laughs> Honestly, I am a hoot on holiday. Um, I took them around all the graveyards, and we visited all the graves. Um, but it was great because finally, you know, we we got a little bit more history and a little bit more sense of self, I guess. Yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, next, uh, this lady down here for a minute. Hiya. Um, I did a DNA test about a month ago, and um, the part of it that surprised me the most was that I'm a little bit Scandinavian, and also like 1% Eskimo. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So when you did your DNA test, was there any point, any part of it that you looked at and thought, oh, wow, I didn't know I had any of that in me? Or um, Yes, you? there's a lot of that when in the second part of the show, especially for me. There's a bit, quite a big surprise um, on, my, on my mother's side. So. Hence why we're off to the United Nations headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds intriguing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's, a, there's a bit of a surprise there. Not so many surprises on my side, but kind of... Irish back to day dot. <laughs> like, he's as Irish as Tate or Crisp. 
Is anyone on the back? Uh, Mark. It's Jeffers from the Mirror. Hiya. Hiya. Hi, guys. I uh, just wanted to ask about your next journey. Um, next week, going to Australia and whether um, and you're excited to go back and ready to go. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, we love the show, obviously, and uh, having had a year off, I am chomping at the bit to get out there. So, yeah, can't wait. It's, we, we fly soon, don't we? We do fly very soon. It's, it's kind of, you know, it, it's for us, it's a, it's a really exciting time of year. We look forward to this from about... May. <laughs> we kind of go, oh, Australia's coming up in November. Um, and then we get back from kind of summer holidays and we start back at work in September. We'd be working on Saturday night takeaway for a few weeks. And then before you know it, it's like, oh my God, we're going next week. So yeah, we're so excited to get out there. And um, it's I, keep, I keep reading all the rumours about who's going in. That sounds very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Just rumours. <laughs> the Daily Mirror always get it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lady there. Hi, obviously going into your DNA documentary, were you, was there anything, obviously you've known each other since you were kids, was there anything you thought there could be a chance that you were related? Because well, obviously well. you are so close, you're like basically brothers. So. Well that's, that, <laughs> I don't I knew, I think we knew we weren't brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely knew we weren't brothers. Um, but there's, there's some quite interesting twists and turns in part two, um, which you will have to keep an eye Leave on. Leave it there. <laughs> yeah, two years yeah. ahead. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud. I can actually cry. Don't you start. We've had enough from us too. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. So I think a lot of people have a hope that they might have a rich relative somewhere. As an Irish person, I know if anybody turned up that was on TV that was worth a bit of money, I'd be tapping them up for some cash. And I was just wondering, did anyone in the pub aunt try and, you know, get a few quid off you? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't tap me up for money. I did pay for the drinks. Um, and we, I have seen them since. And, uh, yeah, it's... You're now the proud owner of a petrol station. <laughs> <laughs> and a pub. And a pub in front of it. Uh, no, they didn't tap me up, thankfully. It's, uh, but I did say that to you, didn't I? It was like, you know, you, you hope you're going to find a rich, uh, a rich relative somewhere. I was like, you are the rich relative! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! it. Uh, We've got time for one more. Uh, thank you. Has it, since you've had your daughter, has it made you more, was it like something you really wanted to look into for her? To, for her to look back on as well. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was really important for me to to be able to show her as well. You know where where she's come from because obviously now I, you know I've I've um, moved to London and um, she's she she I, when I was growing up I spent a lot of time in in Ireland with my parents who were Irish um, and she'll probably have less of that you know because we live in London now and so I, I want I, I really wanted to have something to show to show where she's from and. When we went back in the summer, I took her back and we took loads of pictures of her on the farm and with the gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm much more fun than this. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but, but it was really important for me to give her a sense of where she's come from as well and to be able to show her in years to come. So, yeah, it's... Um, because at the beginning of this, it was, it, was, it was kind of all about me. Uh, I wanted to know where I come from, but now... Now that she's around, I, I wanted to, to, to do it for her and, and to be able to pass that on to her. So, yeah, it's like Anne said, we've, we've both gone through quite a lot of change in the last two years. 
It's brilliant. I can't wait to see the second part. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause. Anton Deck and Ian Thompson. <laughs>